Welcome to track number eight of No City Shall Be Too Strong. Could you, could you be loved? Could you, could you be loved? 
Hallelujah. Stand up, everybody. Is everybody able to stand up? Please do that now. Father, thanks for your blessing today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Nazareth, we pray. Amen. All right. You may be seated. Now, this is the last session. And... Um, because I've been told that you are leaving. Oh, you are here. All right, no problem. I'm here. I ain't going nowhere. If you have to leave, I'll stay behind and have a concert with Ida. Yes, so don't you understand. Now, I, how many points have I given you for the ability to take the cities for Jesus? Point number one is what? The rise of nation-like churches. Is Canada going to be part of the rise of nation-like churches? Number two is the rise of nation-like people. Amen. Are you going to be a nation-like personality? Wow. Powerful. Number three is what? The rise of teaching priests. And you know, that is one that I believe, because you are part of this mantle and anointing, you are going to be a powerful teacher. Now, let me, let me give you uh, something right here. You know, when the anointing of teaching is upon you, all right, you're going to find that, number one, people comment about your preaching. Yes. So when you become a teaching priest, people will comment. You see? And it's something that I've noticed, right, in the, um, many of the pastors, you know, you hear comments. Sometimes you ask, how do you know that somebody is walking in the anointing? You often hear comments from the unexpected source of how blessed and how powerful. So much so that, you know, and that, that anointing is something we are expecting to spread. Now, part of my teaching priest anointing is in the writing of songs. Yes. It's part of it. Like writing of books. And you find that when people start to recognize that anointing on you, that's why the songs have that effect. With Paris, the teaching ministry is the same teaching priests. Israel had no teaching priests. So there was no peace. People went in and out. More and more expect people to comment. You don't look for it. But you notice that. Now, nowadays, I rarely hear comments about my preaching. I rarely hear. It's, I can't remember the last time somebody said it was a good message. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, I can't remember the last time. I heard somebody say, wow. <laughs> Fine teaching. Oh, it's a powerful message. I, I don't but it's one of the signs. Then number two, you look out, because I'm sharing this because this is the anointing that is spreading among all the young ones and all the people. You notice the 
invitation to preach. You see, many of you will be invited soon to preach and to teach. Yes. You know, I, I can show you photographs, pictures, you know, of uh, the people. Pastors, they are going around preaching, teaching from the books and all that. Amazing. Invitations. Number three, invitations to come back to where you went. Bishop Richard was telling me he was invited to Indonesia (laughs) to preach. Yeah, just last week. He was there uh, two weeks ago last week. He sent me a message. And he said, when you, well, maybe that's another point I'll, I'll come up. But he had not finished preaching when they were inviting him to come back. He didn't, he didn't finish preaching. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's the third thing, invitation. Number four, comfortability in preaching from the books as though you wrote them. That's another thing. Yes. Now, let's say Dr. Go is, I was once invited to preach in um, Zimbabwe. Now, they rather invite him. The same, the same church. The same program. 8,000 member church. Those are churches where the big names of where you know in Christianity, those, that's, where they, that's where they go because it's the biggest thing there. And they, they keep inviting him to come back. Not me. I mean, they want me to come, but they, they feel that they'll get him easier. <laughs> so is it the third, third year? Yeah, third time. And they've asked you to preach about what? This time they have you asked specific, specifics. Topics on loyalty. Topics on evangelism from the book. So they, they will give the topic and the book that I should preach from. <laughs> I'm talking about comfortability with the materials. That, that means that you become a teaching priest at, in part of this same mantle. Yes. Mega church and church planting. Four books. Loyalty and disloyalty. Um, evangelism. Tell them. I'm the main speaker. Normally, uh, it's, it's for three days conference and then two days for the pastors of the, of, the, of the church. So I'm the one who teaches the pastors of the church for two days alone. Then three days, I share it with other senior ministers from other countries. And then on Sunday, I'm the only one who takes all the services. Amazing. Now, when I take pastors like Pastor Ernest, who used to be in the Bronx, who decided to go to Nicaragua, he can't even keep up with the invitations. Today he's in El Salvador. Tomorrow he's with Church Growth Board, Church Growth International, the board members, with 100,000 members. These are the people that he's moving around with. Apostle Dodo in Brazil goes around. He's the speaker. Next speaker, Miles Monroe. Next speaker, this, that, that. These are the places they are. All of them are like that. All of them. Pastor Paul, Fodder, and others. I mean, it's just wonderful. It's like magic. Yeah. The rise of teaching priests. The rise of teaching priests. Yeah. The rise of teaching priests. Many of my bishops have that. They have just been invited. Come back. Come again. We have not heard such messages. You see? We just raised an offering of, you know, I don't want to mention because whatever. I can preach even one minute of money. Is it, are you, I hope you are watching some. There's not even one minute of how important it is for you to give. <laughs> yes. If you think that maybe we are trying to get money. Is it, we are talking about something completely different. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And everybody's 
everybody knows you can take your envelope back. But people will give. You'll be surprised. Yes. It's amazing. The comfortability with the materials. The ease of flowing in and out. Bishop Richard sent me a message. He said that when I'm holding the books and I'm going through the book, he says it's as if I'm a magician. That's what he says. like I'm a magician. I've not finished preaching. They are telling me the dates of next. I should come in t- at this date. He has not finished preaching. Indonesia, I'm back. And he's preaching all this kind of Latvia. He's having conference. He's invited. And he, hosts, he goes with Makarios. Latvia conference. Hung, uh, Hungary. What is the Is it Budapest? Whatever the capital. Yeah. Hungary. Czechoslovakia. He's going to Czechoslovakia next week. Poland. All the Eastern. We have Makarios 60 in all. Russian. Yes. In every language I'm mentioning. Latvian. Czechoslovakia. Slovakia. Um, Hungarian. 60 books. He goes with the, he goes with a set of macarons and he comes with your empty hands. Yes. And he's come back. Coming. It's like magic. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. The rise of teaching priests. Yes. I, want, I want to encourage all of you here. Eh? You are sitting around something. Me, me, I, me, I, I, I just look at it it's like magic. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just watching what God is doing. Not me. Yes. Not me. Yes. Me, I never, I never thought my book would be... Sometimes I write the book. You, you can ask my friends who have been... Look, when I was writing some of the book, like a book like Transformed on Me, Act of Leader, I was so tired. I said, who read this book? I'm making myself tired for nothing. Nobody will read all these things. Point number one, number two, number three. All these things. They are not, nobody will read it. They are reading it. I met a pastor. He has one of the largest churches in, in Cote d'Ivoire. He told me, he said, I went to, he went to have a big crusade in Haiti. He said, I went there with your book, How to Neutralize Guests. That is how I understood the book very well when I went to Haiti. Yeah, he said, look, I preach about neutralized guests. Haiti, yeah. He has a huge church in Abidjan. He can take an aeroplane from Abidjan to Ghana for no reason, only to see me, to honor me, and to go back to the plane and go. Because of the books. Yeah. No, I said, so what are you coming to do? No, I'm not coming to do it. I'm, I'm going back on the flight. I just came to honor you. This is wonderful. Yeah. So I just came to honor you and I'm going back. I said, ah, you don't have anything to do. No, no, no. I just came to honor you. I'm going back. <laughs> it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Yes, it's supernatural. I, I want to encourage you, especially the little ones. I tell you, you will be in demand as a teaching priest. And I, 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 I am just amazed when I see these pastors. Pastor, and, and you see, they are showing from America. He was in America, an American citizen. Gone to Nicaragua. Today he's in El Salvador. Tomorrow he's in Belize. Tomorrow he's in here. He's in here. These pastors are calling him conference camp, this, that, Venezuela. I mean, it's amazing. Honduras. Costa Rica. He's just moving around. A pharmacist, we're trained pharmacists. <laughs> Thank God for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So, pastors, get deeper into the soaking of the message. You see, sometimes you look at it and it's as if you wrote the book. Because the book, you see, because it's not my book. That's why I do, it's not my book. It's, it's a book. Uh, and it's the word. Is it not a scripture? The point and the scripture. One. Scripture. The scripture is, is explaining the point. That's all. <laughs> a window. Maybe no window. Sometimes no window. <laughs> yeah. You will find yourself flowing in even a job that you've never imagined to have. A brother in America, he told me, he said, I think I, will, I am doing far better 
if I sell the books than the job I'm, I've got here in America. He told me. And that is what he's doing now. I met a lady like this. He said, this is my house. I built it with the books. I, I just sell these books. I just sell it. This is my house. I built it. There is a power and a grace. I don't want to tell because of names. I shouldn't be mentioning names and I won't. But all begins with an alphabet. Churches in Ghana, they want our bishop come and teach them. All our pastors are here. Teach them one church after the big, big churches. So you don't know all these messages. So the rise of teaching priests is the rise of my own sons and daughters who catch the anointing. You see, the other day I was watching a conference, Kenneth Copeland. How many know of Kenneth Copeland? He came to Nigeria to preach in Bishop Oedipo's conference. And then he said something. He said, he, spoke, he pointed to Bishop Oedipo. Because Bishop Oedipo sees him as a, one of the fathers. He says, the grace that is on, his, on him, that's the grace that has come on him too. Kenneth Copeland is worth $780 million. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I saw Kenneth Copeland pointed to him and said, you have taken the teaching and the revelation that God gave me and you have taken it further. Then he pointed to him and said, I consider you as one of my teachers. Yes. I because he's standing in the church, 100,000 people are there. 52,000 chairs outside and 50,000 chairs inside. One service. There are four services. He said that I consider you as one of my teachers. I'm trying to explain to you that if you believe and you honor, eh, you will see that you can enter into an anointing that somebody is operating and even go further and wilder. Believe it. Because it's not far from you. It's not away from you. Yes. And when I look at my life, no one invites me to give Panadol or any such medicine, even though that's what I learned in school. But these words that I'm sharing with you, these words. Yes. Takaya, 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 takaya. So the rise of teaching priests it's one thing you must embrace and say, I will be one of the teachers. I will hold the word. It will be like rain and oil dripping on people. And they will say, come back and teach us. Since you taught us, peace has come into our lives. There's a man of God in England. You see, the honor that he gives to me you know, it's just marvelous. Somebody who is even, it's like a colleague, but it's like, he said, no, since you came and the teachings, he said, my church is now the biggest in my denomination. I can't lie. It's from these things. So, I want you to open your heart. You know, recently I was in a conference. Woohoo! I was in a conference. Who? I was in a conference. Are you there? Yeah. I was in a conference. And this conference was being held in a, in a hall, which we rented. And that hall is, is being used by uh, a church. The biggest church in from Nigeria, the biggest. Even Prime Minister Cameron attended their service. Yeah. So, I finished preaching. Then, they, they, they brought their own sound controllers to control their equipment. When I finished, I was going, ah. The person said, ah. What is the name of this man? 
And then they found out that a compulsory exam for all leaders they, in their church. They use my book, but my picture is not, so they don't know me. <laughs> they have all written exams for my book. It's compulsory. Compulsory. All write exam in that. Yes. But they don't, they don't know me. So it was at the end that ah, is it this person? A grace is coming upon you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow. The rise of what? Teaching priests. The next one is the rise of what? Feeders. 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 Now you watch. Weddings are going to take place here. And new members are going to come to Canada whom you never knew before. They are going to join to fight and to do the work of God in Canada. People are going to be attracted to this church from now in Jesus' name. You will become mega church pastors to your surprises. Hallelujah. The rise of feeders. Feeding is what lets us know when you give birth again that you are fed well. The next one. The rise of prophets and teachers. Beautiful. And then number six, the rise of giants. Number seven, the rise of saviors. The rise of saviors. Saviors of men. The rise of saviors. Obadiah 17. Do you enjoy the Old Testament also? Is it not nice to also read something from the Old Testament sometimes? Yes. <laughs> now, what was happening in Obadiah 17? It says, Obadiah. Now, is there somebody here called Obadiah? Huh? It's a big name. Now, notice something beautiful there. Three things are going to come to you. Mount Zion is a spiritual address. And you are at that address, Mount Zion, right now. Now, upon Mount Zion shall be, that is, at that address where you are located now, upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. Whatever is tormenting you, today it is cast out in the name of Jesus. Anything that has resisted you and opposed you, I curse it in your life in the name of Jesus. You are marching forward into your victory. Upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. Receive it and let me hear your loudest amen. Sit down, otherwise you fly. I don't want you to fly. The rise of saviors. Number two. And there shall be holiness. Upon Mount Zion. At this address. The same address. There shall be holiness. Now. Holiness. Most of all. Most of all. Means to be special. That is why holiness is used. On many inanimate objects and it's used to describe many things including God and the dictionary uh, says one of the dictionaries that something is holy because it is special used for religious purposes or for God so when you are being used for religious purposes your life is for religious purposes and your life is for God you are separated and made special for God. You get it? Then you are holy. So upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance, number one. And then there shall be holiness. So there will be special people. And so sexual, sexual things, okay, 
and sexual problems, right, are a subset of being special. Because as Christians, God guides our sexuality. I hope you understand. And requires some special behavior when it comes to sex and sexical things. So that's what people usually, when they are talking about, there are some two words that are a little misused in the church. Holiness and blessings. People say blessings when they mean money. So he's blessed. He's got money. He's blessed. He's got a car. Blessing is far more than money or a car. The Bible tells us that the blessing of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. So there are different things. The blessing comes and that makes you rich. But the blessing of the Lord is not riches. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich. Shanika, noka, nika, maka, loka, So don't misunderstand these words. They are special words. Blessing is not money. Then holiness is not the absence of fornication. It's the specialness in regard of everything in your life, including sexual things. That God requires special behavior. Virginity. Purity. Lack of homosexuality. Absence of homosexuality. Absence of fornication. Absence of stealing. Absence of lies. Absence of deceptions. Absence of fakeness and hypocrisies. All those things make us special. Because everybody is a thief. Everybody is a liar. Everybody is doing bad things. And those things make you unusual. Make you light in the midst of darkness. Being holy is not wearing glasses. And looking like a headmistress. Neither is it being strict in life. Yes. There are people who look strict. But you'll be surprised that those wearing glasses are better than those not wearing glasses. Yes. Sometimes they use the glasses to intimidate us. And we feel we feel unholy in their presence. We feel that we are sort of light while they are like heavy weights and serious about things. They are readers. That's why they are, they, are, they need glasses because they are readers. Are you listening to me? So upon Mount Zion, upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. And then, number two, there shall be holiness. And then, the third thing upon Mount Zion, the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. Prosperity and the possession of possessions shall be upon Mount Zion, which is your spiritual address. They shall possess their possessions. Kama So allow God. To deliver you of your family demons. That is deliverance. Whatever family demon you have in your family. You are declared delivered from that family demon in the name of Jesus. And then allow God to make you special. Don't shy away from being special. Don't run away when God is making you different. Don't fight it when God is changing your life and making you odd in his sight there shall be deliverance and then do not reject the blessing where God says and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions whatever possessions God has for you receive it you know one day somebody gave me an offering 
And I said, oh, what is all this? And the Holy Spirit whispered to me, receive it. That is how I am blessing you. Don't reject it. Receive it. Yes. Possess your possessions. Now, sit down. How does this have to do with the rise of saviors? Now, look at Obadiah. After you have finished being delivered, and after, go back, I'm 17, please. Don't be clever, don't be clever. Don't be clever. After you have been delivered, and holiness has come, and you have possessed your possessions, then you go down to 18. Okay? And it's now 18. Don't be too clever. House of Jacob shall be a fire. House of flame. He's mentioned many things, wonderful things there. Then he goes to verse 19. Wonderful things have been prophesied. They of the south shall possess the mount of Esau and wonderful things. And 20, also some more things of the captivity and of Zion, there will be this. They shall possess the cities of the south. And then 21. And look at what he says. And saviors. Saviors shall come upon Mount Zion. Saviors. The same address upon Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau. And the kingdom shall be the Lord's. So after you have become delivered and you are now experiencing holiness and possessing your possessions, then in verse 21, you become saviors. Saviors shall come upon Mount Zion. Hallelujah. That's the same address. Saviors of men. Make yourself saviors. I have a whole camp on this statement. So, obviously, we cannot be having the whole camp here. But you become a savior. Someone who is getting people born again. Someone who is witnessing. Somebody who is working for God. In the name of Jesus. You have to start working for God on Saturday to Sunday. Because in Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says, I think like from verse 5, it says, and the evening and the morning was the first day. The evening and the morning was the second day. The evening and the morning was the third day. So, and the evening and the morning were the fifth day. The evening and the morning were the sixth day. So a day starts in the evening. That is why in Israel, they start the, they start the Sabbath in the evening, Friday night. When, when the whatever starts, when the sun goes down at 6.15, 6.20, 6.21, they'll give you the time. Every day they give you the time. And then you start the Sabbath, the evening, and then the morning of the next day forms a day. So that is why our church starts on Saturday. The first love church, I'm just telling you, just for information. Those were all the things I thought on Saturday. On Sunday, I was launching all those things. The evening and the morning was the first. The evening and morning. You start work for God on Saturday. You see, members will not come to church if you don't rise up to go to work on Saturday. That's why there's nobody in your church on Sunday. Yes. To save people, you have to work for God on the Sabbath. And the Sabbath starts on the day before. That's why people are not rested. Resting is only possible when you start resting the day before. Yes. <laughs> you start resting from the evening. Because the evening and the morning become the first day. That's why many people are stressed and are not rested. Because rest starts from the day before. You can put it up. It says, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Verse 5. Verse 5. The evening and the morning were the first day. So the day is a day when you are giving the Sabbath. A Sabbath day which is for God. It's from the evening and the morning. It's not the morning. That's why churches are empty. Because you work only in the morning. You have to work on the evening. The evening is outreach. The evening is mobilization. Bar center. The evening are programs. The evening is evening service. Many things have to take place in the evening. The evening and the morning was the second day. Yeah. Evening and morning was the third day. Yes. That's why there's people, they, they don't come. You wonder, why is all these people not there? There is no natural assembly of people. There is no natural crowd. This conference I'm coming for in Calgary next year. They have mobilized the members for three years. They are working on it. Yes. 
to get 3,000, even that, to get even 3,000 or 1,000 something Canadians to come. They are mobilized all the pastors, the meetings, meeting us, meeting us. There is no natural crowd that just comes. So the emptiness of churches is from the pastor not working, not having made himself a savior of men on the day before. The evening and the morning. That's why pastors stand there. It's like you have a good message, but nobody has come to hear it. <laughs> There's nobody there because you have to get up and mobilize the people. That's why you stand and see the, the, the seats are empty. And you are speaking great words, but to chairs, to spiders, and to other lizards that are left in the church. But the people you should have started working on on the Saturday, the day before, they, you didn't work on them. You expected them to rise up and say, ah, the great man of God is here in Toronto. I'm going to Scarborough. I'm going to Brampton. I'm going to whatever. So let's go here. It's not, look, there is nothing naturally about people coming together to a place. The evening and the morning was the first day. The evening and the morning was the second day. The evening. That's why churches are empty. Because they don't understand the Sabbath. You know, one day I heard Derek Prince saying that no one can rest unless you start resting from the evening. He was talking about the Sabbath in Israel. Yeah. He said you can't rest unless you rest from the day before. Yeah. And it's true. Rest starts from the day before. Yeah. I heard Derek Prince say years ago, but recently I was feeling it struck me that this is what he said 10, 15, 20 years ago. I heard this statement. Yeah. You can't rest. Unless you start from the evening. And you can't achieve much today unless you started from yesterday. <laughs> That's why when we have a camp, I like to start, if at all, at least I start the day in the evening. Yeah. Even though the mornings, I like to start the day at least. If it's even two hours or one hour, I should start and then we move to the next day. Are you still around? Saviors shall come upon Mount Zion. You see, the church has emphasized on Obadiah 17. The house of Jacob shall possess his possession. Even Obadiah 17, they have emphasized on the last part. The house of Jacob shall possess his possession. They've forgotten how there shall be holiness. They've forgotten there shall be deliverance. From evil works and evil disease. This. So they have emphasized on 17. But if you are at 17, you must progress to 21. Obadiah 21. At least two verses in the Old Testament. Obadiah 17 and Obadiah 21. Do you want to be rich? Do you want to prosper? Work for God. Work for God on Saturday, I'm telling you. Work for God on Saturday and Sunday. Take it from me. I prophesy to you. God will bless you. God will remember you. God will see you walking around. You see, like I said, that little girl who was running around me, taking cards, writing the names of the people, writing their numbers. You see, I noticed her running around. Do you think God doesn't notice us? Running around him, running around him, running around, doing this for him. A God we have never seen before. A God we have never I mean, had him speaking to us a, an audible word. You think he's not impressed? You see, Stevie Wonder, he came. You know Stevie Wonder? I just called. Say, yeah. He came to our church. He came to our church. Now, when he came, I asked, you know, would he, would he sing? He said, okay, okay no problem. He, he, he will sing and play. We had a piano on stage. So somebody held his hand and helped him to walk up the stage. And then he played. And he sang. Now when he played and he sang, you know, I wasn't expecting that comment. But somebody later, some days later, was, say, was just chatting and was saying that, you know, it's not that Stevie Wonder is so good at the piano. But it is because he's blind that is so great what he's able to do. Uh, and I was surprised because I didn't, I, no, I didn't assess his music 
playing or what he had played. But this person who was talking was a musician. And was saying that it's not that he's so good in the piano. But he can't see whether it's a white key or a black key. He can't see C, D, G, E, F, E, A sharp, F sharp, B sharp, B flat. He can't see all, but he's, he's playing. He's playing well. And I realized God spoke to me at that moment. And he said to me that the greatness of what you are doing is not what you are doing is great. But that you haven't seen me, you haven't heard, you, ha- you can't see anything. But you are just going as if you've seen something, as if you heard something. That's what makes the work of God great. And that is why people are rewarded and have a good report for their faith. By faith, they had a good report. The elders obtain a good report for their faith. It's not that like you are holy or like, I mean, let's be serious. I mean, it's not that like you are good or like you are. I mean, how many are good? How many feel good? How many don't feel so good? But it is your faith that makes you wonderful. Yeah. You know, anytime I meet somebody who believes in me, it warms my heart. Yeah. The person believes that. I wonder, why do you believe? When Bishop Saki, years ago when we started, he would say that it's a wonderful message. Because I've heard so many negative things that when he said it was a wonderful message, at first I thought he was lying. I said, this guy can lie, pal. I finished preaching. Then he said that it was so powerful that he was being so blessed. I said, ah, this guy is lying. But you know, he kept saying it. After some time, I began to believe it. <laughs> Because I have been criticized. I don't know how to preach. I don't know how to do this. My preaching is like this. But this is this. So now when I met somebody who believed in me. I couldn't even believe it. So. God is touched. When he finds people who haven't seen anything. But they just believe. And you see them moving around based on their beliefs. It, it warms the heart of God. Faith is a great thing. Faith. Hebrews 11.32 Hebrews 11.32 Look at it. Kabashito satala. Peilama sati de kabrodi. Where is it? Beautiful. Beautiful. Hmm. What more shall I say? What more shall I say? <laughs> For time, you see, time. You people say you are closing. Time will fail me. <laughs> yeah. To tell me about, to talk about Gideon and Barak and Samson. Huh? Some of you despise Samson because of his girlfriends. His name is in the Bible. Let me tell you that. His name is in the Bible. He liked girls, but he could bring down the house. And he brought down the house. <laughs> All young boys, if you like girls, I tell you, God still likes you. Look at Samson. And all young girls who like boys, God still likes you. Look at Samson. What shall I more say? Of David. Of Samuel. Of the prophets. Huh? Verse 33. Who through faith, through faith, subdued kingdoms. You are going to subdue Canada through your beliefs. Wrought righteousness. You are able to do righteous things by your beliefs in God. Your beliefs made you righteous. Obtain promises. Huh? Wow. Is it not fantastic? fantastic? A lot of people have promises, but it doesn't come true. But in your case, in your case, promises are going to come true. Stop the mouth of lions. Nature will be suspended because of you. Nature will be suspended because of you. What should have killed you? can never kill you in the name of Jesus. 
34. Quench the violence of fire. Whatever violence is determined in Canada or in any place where people are feeling safe, I declare and decree your divine escapes from all forms of terror and changes in the atmosphere. In the name of Jesus Christ, they quench the violence of fire. They escaped the edge of the sword. And out of weakness, they were made strong. Every weakness in Canada is declared and becoming stronger in the name of Jesus Christ. You'll never be called a weak nation of churches anymore. But a powerful nation. Chinese and Asians are going to come to the church. They are going to respond and join the church. All nationalities will be found in the church. You'll be having a meeting and you say, 32 nations are represented in this church today. Nation-like churches. The rise of saviors. The rise of people who witness. The rise of men who love God. Wax valiant in fight. And tend to flight the armies of the aliens. Faith is nice. And God is going to do a great thing in your life. Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 5. Habakkuk 1 verse 5. Behold ye among the heathen and regard and wonder marvelously. Wonder, for I will work a work in your days. Which you will not believe, though it be told you. Lift your hand and thank God for everyone standing. Thank God for the Canadian revival and the release. Of the greatness of God's work and God's power in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we give you praise. We thank you for the Canadian revival. Wonders. The mysteries. Thank you that you are going to do a work which... When you are told, you will wonder marvelously. Do it, Lord. Mightily. I ask for it. And I give you praise. Bless everyone here. Show us how to work for you. In the evening and in the morning. Bless the church. To expand with fire. Expand into nations, Lord. Let us not even know whose nationality is what. Because there will be so many nationalities. Put fire in every pastor. Light a fire within. Send the zeal of the Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Let it be written on their foreheads. Saviors of men. Declare all here, standing here, to be divine witnesses sent by God to save people, to show people the light and the way of salvation. And Lord, as we serve you, you said you shall serve and he shall bless. Let it come to pass practically in the life of everyone gathered here today. Jesus mighty name we have prayed thank you for revival thank you for grace thank you for supernatural increase thank you that no city in Canada and beyond shall be too strong for us the little ones will be warriors the armies of the aliens will be put to flight we shall quench the violence of fire and subdue kingdoms in the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank you for divine blessing upon the church. Thank you for bringing in the nations, bringing in the souls, bringing in the harvest, using us everywhere, Lord. Thank you that our secular works will now become secondary to our lives. And that your work will become the main thing in our lives. And that you will be so great, Lord, to us. And that we will serve you, the great God, with all our heart and with faith. 
and great belief in wonders and wonderful things that you are doing for us. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for this mighty blessing. Everyone that is here today, lift your hands. Receive a cup of the Lord into your spirit, into your soul. Receive a cup of the Lord. Receive a cup of blessing. Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you for touching every life here. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Sit down for a moment. I believe, I was told there was communion. You want to have communion? Why not? Huh? No, 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 no. Bring the communion. Give it to the people. But I was told that you have to close at 3.30. It's already 4. I should be told exactly so I follow things. I don't say All right, stand up to your feet. She's broken for you. Drink, this is my blood, which is shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed. My blood is drinking deep The cup of blessing that we bless It's the communion of the blood of Christ No movement, no talking, please Communion, no movement, no talking Please, in or out Please, we are having communion now No movement, no talking Please Is everybody in? Father, we thank you. We declare this to be the body of Jesus. For 40 years, they walked in the wilderness. Their foot did not swell. They ate manna from heaven. Thank you that this is the bread that comes down from heaven. Our foot shall not swell. No part of our body will be swollen. No edema, no cancer, no curse shall enter our lives. By the power of the mighty divine and spiritual bread that came down from heaven. We declare this to be the body of Jesus Christ. And as we take it, we take in energy and strength that will last over a year. By the power of God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for this blessing. The body of Jesus Christ. Now, the blood. This is for your mistakes. Who has made a mistake before? Father, let this blood neutralize the effects of our mistakes. In Jesus' name, let this blood neutralize all types of poisons in our lives. In Jesus' name, let cases that are operational be neutralized by the cup of blessing. I command the cup of blessing to neutralize and stamp out all cases that are working from our families, our backgrounds, our nations, our countries, our homes, 
and our own personal curses that we have invoked upon ourselves by the cup of blessing which we bless. Let now a blessing of God be superimposed upon everyone standing and holding this wonderful blood of Jesus. We declare this to be the blood of the Lamb that taketh away the sins and the mistakes of the world. Let our mistakes be carried away as a river carries away things, Lord. Far from us, Lord. Far from our lives. Far, far from us. Let our mistakes be carried far from us. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we give you praise, Lord. We are thankful, Jesus. Thank you for your presence here. Thank you. The blood of Jesus. Lift your hands for your blessing. Now, Lord, as we go, let there be no weakness amongst any of us. Let the weak amongst us be made strong. Live long and prosper. Be saved from accidents. Be saved saved from bad news from your phone, from your family from your life. Be rescued from the arms of dragons and serpents. In the name of Jesus. And now multiply and increase and flourish and prosper and prevail and triumph over all wickedness and all enemies that rise up against you. May the Lord contend against those that contend against you. And may he give you the upper hand and place your feet upon a rock to stay. I decree stability in your life. Anything that is unstable about you, I command it to be stable now. Anything about you that is unstable or uncertain, I command it to be stable now in the name of Jesus. According to this blessing, so shall your life prevail and you shall go forward and increase. And prevail and prosper in the name of Jesus Christ. Stamp your foot. It's on solid ground now. You are on solid ground. All forms of uncertainties, instabilities, dangers on your life are wiped out today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. God bless you. Hallelujah. Whatever will make somebody feel sorry for you. From today, I decree that it cannot remain in your life in the name of Jesus. People will not be gathering around you to say sorry. But you'll be hearing congratulations. 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 In the name of Jesus. Let me hear your loudest. Amen. Let me hear your loudest. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. What a blessing. How many can feel the blessing of the Lord? All around. All around. All around. All around. What a blessing. What a gift. God is good. So as we go home, don't forget tag HeywardMillsVideos.org Go and search through thy word was found and I did eat them. (laughs) Thy word was unto me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart because I'm called by the name of the Lord God of hosts. You are blessed forcefully. Tell your neighbor it's too late to be poor now. It's too late to be poor. It's too late. It's too late. Ida, we've closed. We've shared the grace. Let's share the grace and and then Ida is going to say, I think some people have to leave to the airport. Yeah. Share the grace. So, By the grace of God, 
Next year, I believe Toronto is nearer. This side are not happy. This from here. Wow. Hallelujah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I've never seen an announcement that has divided the church into two thirds and one third. It's just amazing. Beautiful. Anyway. What a blessing. Oh, we're going to share the grace. I was just reminded. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion, fellowship, contribution, participation, the Holy Spirit, with us now and forever. Amen. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right.